Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday. I am Marlita Hill, and this is the Kingdom Art Life, where we are building harmony between faith, art, and career. In episode 14, we started to look at our place as Christians in secular culture with the following question. How do we interact with people who ascribe to different beliefs, live different lifestyles, and have different perspectives than we do as Christians? This is an important question because as career artists, and really as human beings living day-to-day life on the planet, we encounter people who are different than us all the time. And I have to admit, this is something that the church still hasn't really gotten right, and some still don't believe this is something we should even be trying to do in the first place. But in Matthew 13, we find that the Lord himself sows his children into the world, And in John 17, Jesus prays to the Father that he not take us out of the world. So we're in there. And by being in there, we interact with people of all sorts. In this episode, I want to continue answering that question by sharing a little formula the Lord taught me in dealing with others who live and believe differently than I do. I just want to reach back quickly to the last episode to reiterate that we are not the conduct police and that all of us have a right to choose how we live our lives. And even God respects that right. So here's the simple formula. One, love the person. Two, respect the choice. And three, hold the standard. Love the person, respect the choice, hold the standard. Walking in love as a Christian and cultural difference can sometimes be very murky, Because from culture to culture, we define love very differently. And when I speak of culture, I don't mean culture in the ethnic or racial sense, but culture in its broadest sense, that being a system of beliefs and way of living. And we interact with these differences throughout various life issues. For instance, sexuality, which as an artist is a very pervasive issue. Now, where you stand on that is none of my business. That's between you and God. And that is not what this show is about. But like that issue, there are many other real everyday issues that we encounter every day that we see people interfacing with every day and oftentimes in ways that are contrary to godly standards. And as a Christian, it can sometimes be hard to know what to do with this difference we face because saying anything about it you are seen as judgmental, bigoted, or someone not walking in love. But I want to clarify that lie today, according to the word of God. And I'm going to do it in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Again, I'm going to read through the New Living Translation. And it says that love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, and is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. In the New King James Version, verse 7 says, Love bears all things, believes all things hopes all things, and endures all things. That is love by biblical standards. 
But nowhere in that passage does it say that love agrees with all things, that love allows all things, that love excuses or endorses all things, or that love permits all things. It doesn't say that. As Christians, our job in loving other people who are not like us is to see them as someone Christ has also died for. It's to see them as someone God also desires to be saved by his love, no matter what we see them doing and no matter how long we see them doing it. In loving them, we are always to see them with the same hope that God sees them and to constantly extend that hope to them. I didn't say to shove scripture down their throat and I didn't say to constantly throw God in their face even when you have good intentions, but to simply see them and treat them as God does, no matter what they do, because that's how God will treat them and see them. And if they should ever decide that they want God, then it doesn't matter what they've done and it doesn't matter how long they've been doing it, he will be right there to deliver them and shed his love abundantly on them just like he did with us. But that doesn't mean that I'm looking at what they're doing and saying it's okay. Now, truth be told, it's not my place or your place to say anything about what they're doing unless the Holy Spirit places it on our heart to share his hope for them with them. I don't excuse what they're doing, but by extending and sharing the hope of God for them with them, I expose the lie in what they're doing. That is how we love the person. The next step is to respect the choice, and we dealt with that in episode 14. And the last step is to hold the standard. Hold what standard? God's standard. Now, like I said, we are not the standard or conduct police, but that simply means I'm not going to chase you down or beat you over the head with what God has said. But if you ask me my opinion, or if you bring me into the conversation, then whatever comes out of my mouth and what you see reflected in my life will be in line with the word of God, and that's not something I'll shy away from. And when I talk to you about it, while I'm holding my standard, I will do so in a way that respects your right to live however you choose to live, regardless of what I think about it, and I will talk to you in a way that sees you as someone worthy of dignity and worthy of God's best love, regardless of what you're doing because that's how God loves us. However, the standard doesn't change, and how you feel or what you say about the standard doesn't change the standard, nor does it have any bearing on what I do in pressing to live more and more by that standard. Respect the choice is where I let you do you, and holding the standard is where I do me, God's way. So there you have it. Love the person. You don't have to agree with them to love them, Respect the choice. They have a right to choose their way of living, just like you had the right to choose God, and hold the standard. I don't care what I see y'all doing, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. All right, family, this is the last episode of our first season. Oh my God, how awesome. 15 episodes. Now, we're going to resume in January with season two after the holiday. In the meantime, Join us on social media. On Facebook and Twitter, we are at Kai Art Life. That's K-A-I-A-R-T-L-I-F-E. And on Instagram, we're at Marlita Hill. But look, 
Don't judge me about social media, y'all. I haven't been all that active up to this point, but now I have some things under my belt and I can move on to the next step, which is social media. So come and join me there. In the meantime, I would love to hear from you about how this first season was for you and what you'd like to hear on the next season. Have an amazing holiday and expect great things for 2017. Thank you so much for listening.